Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Today I'm in the small little Pennsylvania town of New Philadelphia. And uh, about 10 years ago or more, there was an incident that happened here that's very strange. Um, uh, somebody who's a, a person I would call a, a big time skeptic of the entire UFO phenomenon and, and alien, uh, the, the possibility that there's extraterrestrials already here, actually experienced something that to this day he has no explanation now for this person we're going to use a pseudonym for this person we're going to we're going to call this person stanley and in it was about 10 years ago where stanley had an encounter with what could have been a chameleon or a shape-shifting type alien and it, it caught him completely off guard and he had no way he couldn't he couldn't believe it after after it happened and he still to this day uh still doesn't understand what happened. He's, he still tries to run it through his mind and he still has no answers. And we're going to talk about that story today. We're going to go to the actual spot where it happened. Right now, uh, I'm actually in the park in New Philadelphia. And, uh, and it's a very nice park. As you can see, it's, it's, uh, it's a beautiful little spot. There's nobody here this morning. It was a cold night last night. And uh, it's a beautiful little place. Uh, ballpark is over there. And uh, we're going to talk about this crazy story that that could happen in any small town America place. And uh, so, why don't we start? Okay, we're driving through the streets here in New Philadelphia, and this is uh, where this strange incident happened. It was at least ten years ago. Uh, this goes to show you that there could be aliens living among us in any small town America. And in this little town of New Philadelphia, what happened was this. I'm going to use pseudonyms for the for the people that were involved. Uh, there was uh, the the person that who was the witness to this, the main witness that we're going to talk about. We're going to we're going to say that his name is Stanley, and the, the other person involved is someone called Charles. Well, Charles needed a ride somewhere, and this was about ten years ago. He needed a ride. Uh, because his his vehicle was broke broke down, so he uh, he called Stanley up, and Stanley came to give him a ride. And right when Stan, uh, right when Charles got into Stanley's vehicle, Stanley asked Charles, "Well, hey, what's what's going on?" And he goes, "Well," uh, Charles responded by saying, "Well, there's a chameleon living in the neighborhood." Well. This sounded really strange, but yet uh, at the t time, uh, Stanley didn't think much of it because uh, he, he always knew that Charles had an overactive imagination. So anyway, they went, uh, they went around shopping for about two or three hours, uh, and then they came back. Uh, and when they were dropping, uh, he, uh, Stanley was dropping off Charles on one of these streets in this town that we're driving through right now. He, uh, he was going to get out of the going to get out of the uh he get out, about to get out of the vehicle and uh he noticed there was a pickup truck coming in the other direction along the street toward him and there was nobody else in the area at the time nobody else was on the street and uh stanley got a good look at this person who was driving the pickup truck and the pickup truck parked uh, a little bit past his car he drove past stanley's vehicle and then parked well, anyway, Stanley then noticed that the guy got out of the pickup truck, and he already had a good look at his face. He saw him through the windshield uh, as he drove by, but then when the guy got out of the pickup truck and walked 
in front of uh, Stanley's car, he noticed that the, the person was completely different looking than what he just saw. And, and right when that guy got uh, was walking in front of Stanley's parked car, Charles pointed at the guy and says, there is the chameleon. And Stanley actually got out of the car, looked around, couldn't, couldn't, was trying to figure out what just happened. He just couldn't believe it. He couldn't believe that what just happened. He said there was nobody else around. There was nobody no longer in the pickup truck anymore. And uh, the, the person that he saw in the pickup truck, the face that he saw driving the truck that just parked the pickup truck, was completely different looking than the face that got out of the truck and walked in front of his vehicle. And now, keep in mind now, Stanley is someone who doesn't believe in this whole phenomenon, doesn't believe that there are uh, extraterrestrials visiting this planet. But at the same time, I, over the years, I've talked to uh, Stanley about this, and he still doesn't have any explanation. He said there was nobody else there. He doesn't know how it could have happened. But it was on these streets in this little town that we're driving through right now where it did happen. Um, and so... You know, the, and and of course, the one of the weirdest parts about this now, over the years, I've I've confronted Charles about this, and asked him, you know, what happened? Well, what? How did? Uh, you know, do you remember this happening? And and the first few few times, he, he he said he doesn't know what I'm talking about. And I asked, and I asked him in recent years again. I said, do you know anything about? Don't don't you remember this chameleon incident? The person that. Uh, told Stanley there's a chameleon living in the neighborhood and, and and Charles has no memory of this, which I find is very strange. But yet Stanley insists that this is what happened and Stanley is not a person who would make something like this up. So this story, I've known about it for a long time now and there's still no explanation to it, but it makes you wonder, well, you know, are there things living among us, people that we think are people, but are, have the ability to change the way they look apparently that might be the case if if you know stanley has over the years has tried to come up with different kinds of scenarios but every time he, he does he still uh, of what else might have happened but he but he just he can't come up with an answer i mean it just seemed to him like the guy that he saw in the truck looked totally different than that same guy got out of the truck and when he and when he saw him after he got out of the truck, the, the person's face completely looked different than what he just saw. And and then the fact that Charles was telling him uh, right when he right when he picked him up, there's a chameleon living in the neighborhood. I don't know. I mean, what do you make of this? I mean, I, I mean, what, what's going on on this planet? There are things going on on this planet we just don't have any answers to. And this is and this is one of them. I mean, it's one thing I, we, we talk about uh, the possibility that there's a this alien abduction program is part of the, is leading to some sort of a hybridization program, and there are beings among us who are uh, uh, that look human but are actually more extraterrestrial in nature and have the same sort of abilities as extraterrestrials. And then you have stories like this, where there are actually people or whatever living among us that that are able to change the way they look and this is something that it's not just this is one of many cases like this this is the only case that i that i was able ever talk to somebody firsthand about this uh and so it's very interesting and there's no explanation for it and it's one of the most uh 
strangest, it's probably one of the strangest stories I ever heard, especially because of considering the source, I mean, this person, Stanley, again, is a big-time skeptic, doesn't believe in the extraterrestrial presence, but yet insists that this is what happened, that somebody, you know, he picked up this person, Charles, who was known to have this uh, imagination, uh, overactive imagination, and so when Charles gets in the car and states to uh, Stanley, hey, uh, there's a chameleon living in the neighborhood. Well, at first, Stanley didn't think anything of it, but then a few hours later, he sees it with his with his own eyes. And it also makes you wonder, like, what happened with 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 Charles? Like, well, what did he see that? How did he did he see this change himself happen? And how did how did he for, end up forgetting about it years uh, over the years? Like, well, how could you? How could anybody forget something like that if that happened? If you saw somebody, you know, you, there was somebody living in your neighborhood that was able to change the way they look. I, that would be, I don't think that would be uh, forefront in my mind probably for the rest of my life. But yet somehow, Charles forgot all about this. And the only person that uh, could contest, contest uh, uh, to it, attest, excuse me, could, could attest to it is, is Stanley. So that's that story. We're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Okay, we are back and uh, talking about this crazy case from about 10 years ago or so. It might have been longer than 10 years when this incident happened with this shapeshifter or chameleon, as Charles referred to it as. Uh, so basically, this there are things apparently among us that uh, could make change the way they look. And uh, actually, uh, you know, I've heard different kind of uh, alien abduction stories where people... Uh, it seems like uh, the, the, sometimes uh, extraterrestrials are the, what, what, what they really look like are reptilian type uh, beings or rep, reptilians, as uh, David Jacobs refers to them. And sometimes uh, I, I heard a couple of different cases where uh, some abductees say that if they get if they look at them from the side, these these beings that look like humans, it looks like they're really ugly, like reptiles. Uh, be, uh, uh, from the from a side view it's almost as though they might be projecting some sort of a holographic mask uh to make them look uh less scary to uh people that get abducted so that's something to think about so um uh, we just don't have a lot of information on it uh there, there's all kinds of crazy conspiracy theories out there there, there was a guy named david icky uh who just put forward all kinds of racist bigoted anti-semitic theories with regard to uh reptilians among us and i i don't i don't subscribe to that at all i despise uh that kind of stuff so i don't listen to i, I don't uh, believe anything that that guy says but apparently there are things among us that that are like this and uh what they're up to and what they're doing we just don't know uh there was actually uh, a guy billy corgan uh musician from smashing pumpkins who uh stated on howard stern uh several years ago uh, i guess basically five years ago now um uh, or longer uh, but he said he stated on howard stern one time that uh he saw a shapeshifter uh anyway here's an article from uh 2018 that was published by uh av club i'll, I'll leave the link and uh it's by Alex McLevy, and it's the the headline reads, Remember when Billy Corgan saw a shapeshifter? Yeah, he might have had sex with it. 
Uh, and then uh, the article goes on and says here, Today is the greatest day I've ever known, for it is today that I learned William Patrick Corgan may have slept with a shapeshifter. Can't live for tomorrow. Tomorrow's much too long. I'll burn my eyes out, possibly because I will now be picturing this visual every waking hour for the rest of my life. For those who may not remember the strange reflections of a 90s alt-rock king, last October, Corgan, well, this is October uh, of... Uh, this would have been 2017. It says, For those who may not remember the strange reflections of a 90s alt-rock rock king, last October, Corgan stopped by the Howard Stern show and during the ensuing interview announced he had once seen a shapeshifter. He was awfully cagey on details at the time, simply saying he was with someone at one point, and then suddenly you turn around and there's somebody else standing there, leaving us to wonder about the circumstances of such a supernatural encounter, our curious minds unfulfilled. Uh, and then there's a quote here. I want it more than life. I, I want it more than life would ever grant me. You probably said that at the moment. Well, this this week, Corgan returned to Stern's show with the rest of Smashing Pumpkins in tow, and he offered up another tidbit of this 100% real experience. In the above, there was a clip that they included in this link, and I'm not going to play it uh, for copyright uh, concerns. Uh, it says in the above clip from the Howard Stern show, the host presses Corgan on the story with it's William now, not Billy saying the story is even more fantastical than you did think. Uh, despite the singer informing Stern, he'll tell him all the details privately off the air. Stern keeps pushing. I want to make news again with you. That's what Stern said to Corgan, leading Corgan to make the following admission. The person was naked. So according to Corgan, this, uh, being the shapeshifter that he saw was naked needless to say it doesn't take long for stern to make the obvious inference wait a second were you in bed with the shapeshifter were you making love he asks an, un an understandable jump given the few circumstances in this modern world in which we're alone with another naked individual corgan continues to avoid confirming or denying bored by the chore of saving face you might say as stern presses him to admit it was a lover Undaunted by the stonewalling, Stern pulls in Corgan's bandmate, James Iha, who is likely trying so hard to cleanse the regrets of having to weigh in on the issue. Who do you think it is, he asks, to which Iha diplomatically replies, I have no idea. Truly, today is the greatest because it allows the vivid distraction from the ongoing train wreck of current events, but do tell the rest of us the details as well. Please, you can't wait till tomorrow. You might not have that long. So basically, this person wrote this article as basically tongue-in-cheek style but again the fact of the matter is is that corgan did make these statements that uh, uh now he didn't say whether or not uh he did sleep with this shapeshifter but uh he might have uh he said he saw it naked uh, one second it looked like one thing and then the next second it looked like something else somebody else uh so it's not outside the realm of possibilities i guess these this kind of phenomenon um <clears throat> again what, what i was talking about earlier is you know it, these i mean and I, I guess here's the thing are these beings if there are among us i guess there's a lot of questions i mean are they able to actually physically change the way they look or is it some sort of uh or is there some sort of technology at play here are they able to to do do this kind of thing with uh creating some sort of a holographic uh type of uh a mask you know and, and it just and and it just makes makes them look different and why would they be doing this i guess that's another question i mean again when you think about the the stuff like if the stuff that david jacobs talks about when he says that there are 
uh, you know, he, he's, he's come to conclusions and he believes that there are, are extraterrestrials among us uh, that he refers to as hubrids, which is the end result of this alien hybridization program. It's the, it's the ultimate uh, thing that they uh, accomplished, uh, basically, that they're able to have among us, living among us, uh, beings that look just like humans but are, in fact, uh, more extraterrestrial. They just, it, it's, the, it's the end result, finally, the final end result. Um, but then again, you have to wonder, okay, if that's true, and then what about these things that we're talking about here? What are you, what about, uh, beings that look like, uh, human beings, but are able to change their appearance? I mean, what's that all about? Are, are these the hubrids? Are, are they able to do that? Are, are they able to, uh, change their appearance? And why would they do this? I guess that's another question. Why would, uh, a creature like that do this? Like, why would any, uh, why would something want to shapeshift? Uh, and if that event that I'm, I'm talking about here today, the event that happened over 10 years ago is true, well, what was the purpose behind all that? Why? Why? why okay, uh, basically, again, a truck, a, a, a pickup truck is parking and, and, the, and, and uh, the, a person driving just past the pickup truck also parks on the other side of the road but sees the person driving the pickup truck and he sees a, a specific kind of face. And then that thing gets out of the pickup truck and walks toward the uh, other parked car where the witness that we're talking about here, Stanley, sees this chameleon and where and and which is uh, also pointed out by Charles, who says, uh, "There, look, there's the chameleon." And and now this person that was that Stanley had just seen sitting behind the wheel of this pickup truck, the face he saw now is a completely different face. Now, Stanley doesn't, can't say exactly, when I ask for descriptions, he really can't say, he just says that, he just knows this, is that what he saw was complete, the, 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 the person that he saw, the, the, was a male, be sitting behind that wheel of the pickup truck, looked completely different than the person he saw that got out of the pickup truck and rocked in front of his parked car. He actually got out of his vehicle then, because he had to help Charles uh, carry some groceries uh, to his home. And he's, he's actually got out of the vehicle, looked over at the pickup truck. Nobody's no, there's nobody no longer sitting in the pickup truck. There's nobody else anywhere around. There's a, a, like an open space. There's no other places where, where that person in the pickup truck could have gone. There, and, and so what happened? Uh, he said it was only within seconds that all this has happened. Like he was pulling in. He saw, and right before he pulled in, he saw the guys sitting in the pickup truck parking, uh, parked. And, and then he saw the face. He pulled in. Within a few seconds, he, you know, that person got out of the pickup truck. You know, he hears a door slamming. Next thing you know, that, that person is walking in front of his vehicle, and the face is completely different than what he just saw. And, he, and he's looking around trying to figure out what just happened. And uh, so that's the story with this. And, and so there apparently, for whatever reason, there are beings among us that have this ability. And for what purpose? To what end? I mean, why not just choose one one appearance and stick with it? I mean, why do you, why do these things need to continue? If it's real, I mean, if it's real, right? Well, I'm not saying 100% that this is real, but it could be. But why do they need to feel, why do they feel the urge to change the way they look? That's my question. I mean, what's the purpose behind it? And especially in small, in a, in a small town in, in America, like what's, why, why? Uh, and, and, and you have to wonder too now, 
like I also wonder here, you know, a lot about what Charles saw and how Charles forgot. Like, how did Charles end up forgetting about something like this? It's, it's, you know, you would think that you can never lose that kind of a memory. You know, my experience when I was a kid, when I, when it was an extraterrestrial in my room, right. And then later on, and when I was uh, in my twenties, when I had that on a fishing trip, when I saw UFO, I will never forget those things. I don't think I would ever forget if, if I saw somebody uh, who shapeshifted basically virtually right in front of me, that's something I would never forget. And actually, uh, uh, Charles had seen this before or he wouldn't have said something to Stanley about this. Charles had actually seen this metamorphosis happen at a different time apparently because why why and when he's when uh you know uh Stanley picks him up to take him uh, shopping, why would he the first thing he says when he gets in the car is there's a chameleon living in the neighborhood. Uh, why why I mean obviously he he knew something and later on he pointed him out. And so, and and then when, again, when confronted about this, at least four times over the years, you know, he has no memory of this. I don't know what you're talking about. You know, I, and I wonder now, did, uh, did, did he somehow this memory get blocked maybe by the chameleon? I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe Charles at some point confronted this thing, this shapeshifter, this chameleon uh, that he calls it. And, and, and maybe the chameleon did something and caused him to forget all of this. I don't know. Uh, we do know that the extraterrestrials do have powers. Uh, like I was just talking uh, in a previous podcasts about uh, J. Christopher King talking about his experiences, which, by the way, I really hope uh, people checked out that video. That was a great interview. Um, you know, these beings have the, have the ability to shut you down completely and you don't even know what just happened. I mean, apparently they, in one of his experiences and J. Christopher King's experiences, one of these beings pointed some kind of a rod or a wand at him uh, when he was in a room in his home when he was a youngster and, you know, everything just went black and then he wake us, woke up later on and those beings are gone. I mean, what happened? How do they do that? They have the ability to do that. And I've, I've, I've said before, at some, you know, during my encounter when I was a kid, I got conked out too somehow. So they have those kind of abilities. But I guess, you know, and, and there's also, you know, people, and there's some video of it too. We don't know the, uh, again, with video these days, we don't know if, if some of these things are real or fake. We just don't know. But there seems to be, over the years, uh, reports of shape-shifting UFOs. And these have been reported actually back in the 50s and 60s. Uh, these, these, there's all been, been all kinds of reports throughout the years. I've seen different reports where pilots and passengers on planes have have witnessed UFOs, you know, flying along with their with the air with the man-made aircraft, and they're and they're changing shape as they move. So they, these beings have the ability to change shapes of uh, the craft that they fly, apparently, and uh, apparently they have the ability to change the way they look. I don't know what it all means, and I'm not sure if even if that's true. But I mean, the story that I, I'm talking about here today, uh, to me, right? To, there's it definitely has some some strength behind it because if if you knew this person, I'm talking about Stanley. Now again, that's not his real name. If you knew this person, this person does not accept it. It's hard for this person to believe that there are any kind of extraterrestrials among us. Uh, I guess for some people, seeing with their own eyes is the only way that they're ever going to accept it. Or, you know, government uh, admitting to it finally. One way that, That's probably one of the other things that could possibly uh, make someone like that believe. I'm sure it would. Uh, 
Uh, but even that, I mean, I like again, we're talking about just one more thing I want to talk about here quick before I uh, call it a day is the uh, idea of uh, disclosure, a UFO disclosure finally coming. I mean, it's going to, I, in a way, you could actually sympathize with the government that. I mean, how if these things are true, how are they going to? How do you tell the people of this? I mean, how do you tell the people this? You know, not only there are alien abductions, not only are these beings responsible for cattle mutilations, but they're also these alien abductions are true. And not only that, there are some things. There are uh, aliens living among us. They look just like humans. And in addition to all of that, there are shape shifting aliens living among us, and we don't know what they're up to. I mean, is there any? Are you wonder? Does the, anyone in in the secret control group have any idea? what these chameleon beings, if they are, in fact, a, a real thing, what they are up to? There's uh, just so many questions and no answers, and we're just left with, uh, a lot of us are just in the dark on it. This is why, like, I, I think, I, you know, I stated the other day, and I'll state it one more time here, is I think, you know, it's such a bad thing that they, that kept this covered up because, again, this thing gets more complicated as the years go by. It gets more and more complex, and now there's more there's more tentacles at, uh, to, to, that that have sprouted from this whole uh, phenomenon. And if you if if the government would have been upfront about it right from the get go, then all all of us, all of humankind, could have uh, adapted to it. And then uh, and then and as the new tentacles sprouted up, then we could all uh, try to uh, put our wrap our minds around it one thing at a time. But now. There, it's so complicated it would be hard it would be difficult to tell the whole truth nothing but the truth so help them god all at the at the same time you can in a way you can understand that i still think they need to do that because i think this thing is going to continue to be uh to comp become comp uh to uh, be complicated as time goes on it's going to get more complicated more and more complicated than uh, than it already is so it's better just to get it out of the way the whole thing and then we could just all move on from there uh particularly the scientific community needs to be brought in on this the fact it's such a crime that the entire scientific community of this of this planet has been left out of this whole equation since the beginning it's just that that's a crime to me they should have been brought in right off the get-go all of us should have been all of us should have been Anyway, uh, thank you for joining me today. I really appreciate uh, uh, all the people that uh, get, you know are following me and uh, that like my show and I and and let me know and and comment on it. I, I do appreciate it. So until next time. <laughs>